1: Somewhere mad you, hey, got no respect? What do
2: you think you do? Why you look so sad? Why? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. I oh, shut up for your face. Good it's afternoon to Michelangelo Rucci. What have you got that silly little grin on your head for? Well, I'm wondering, mm. did you or did you not
3: go past Adelaide Oval last night?
2: And have a look at training. Did you get in?
3: Well, Roach. As if I wouldn't be able to get in. <laughs>
2: it's like when I used to go to the Greyhounds when I was fifteen, I jumped the fence. <laughs> Pretty big fences at Adelaide Oval, Kim. Uh, no, I didn't pop in there. Uh, why do you ask?
3: Two dogs. Well, I just wondered if you helped at match committee. You know, they I had some big I'd decisions to make. Last any assistance
2: night. there? Interesting. The team lineup. Did we get a text, or was it you? And don't take credit for it if it wasn't you. Did someone say late in the day that uh, Jeremy Finlayson was getting dropped, and I said I couldn't imagine that happening. No, it's I think not the a tone decision.
3: was he had to be dropped with the tone of the text message was it? considering his form. Okay. Okay. And I think the argument there is if Charlie Dixon's coming mm. into the side you already got Finlayson, mm. Marshall mm. and Lord. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, of yeah. those three you couldn't drop Lord after that final Lordy, episode. Lordy. Lordy. No, no. 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 Now the debate then is Marshall and Finlayson. Finlayson hasn't scored in his previous two games, and as you pointed out, hadn't been in great form recently. Not his best. And while we on the outside think Todd Marshall's got some issues with a hip and a groin that are affecting his kicking, and Mm. Ken Inkley today said, well, those of you who are speculating don't know,
1: Mm.
3: yeah, I, I would have thought. There was a pretty big argument. One of them had to come out, and Dixon. probably the one that didn't have anything on the scoreboard was one that was most vulnerable, being Finlayson. All
2: right, all right. I bow to your judge. But that's
3: why I kept asking you through the week, is there another role for him, Kim? If you're going to squeeze out of those big four, um, big forward areas, because it's going to be Dixon, Lord, Marshall, is there another role? That f- and he is still on the emergency list. They haven't named the tactical sub.
2: I'll go he for Chasey if he's not the sub. But you oh, don't think he will be? I don't think he will be. I didn't Kim. put I didn't put much on the line there. <laughs> no. he, for, he for Chasey. No, um, I don't think he
3: will be Kim. Uh, so the options are well, Sam Hayes. No, that won't happen. No, will it? No, no. Dylan Williams no. is strangely named on there, but he won't be the one. No. So now you're choosing Finlayson or Francis Evans. Or well, Freaky I like out. someone that's small that can change the game. But
2: yeah. uh, I would be going Finlayson all day, every day. What if Scotty Lysett goes down against Big Briggs? And uh, he's, he's a miniature version of Big Mumford. He is very physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if he goes down, then your whole side's disrupted. So I would have Finlayson, who can go forward. Uh, ruck plays almost like a Ruck Rover when he's in the ruck as well. And he can go defence if he was required. So I wouldn't have him out of the, uh, not being the sub. People can have their say, Roach, on that. 0427154166. Lots to get through. Um, special guest coming up, Brendan Sanderson, will preview both games. Tonight's big game between Melbourne
3: and Carlton. Which way are you leaning? Well, if I could trust Melbourne, I would say with absolute certainty, Melbourne are going to win. But I don't trust them so much. I'm tipping them, but I don't trust them at the moment. What do you base that on? It's one of those headline statements. No, I, I don't trust them. Kim, they have had games this year where you look at it and you say... Which one? The one against Geelong, the one against Collingwood. They should have won that game. The reason they're not winning it is... The so they lose a couple tr- of close ones and you, and you oh, don't Oh, no, it's trust the way them. they lose them, Kim. And how? what, what, what way so is that? So wasteful. So... So silly in their forward
2: work. Uh, yeah, well, they were against Collingwood. Yes. Yes, that second turn. Mm. Uh, we'll have a chat to Sando. He has all the stats. I know he is leaning towards Carlton. He thinks they have more options and depth and more versatility in their midfield. Interesting. Which is funny when they're up against Melbourne where you have Oliver and Petrarca and Viney. So that's a fair compliment, isn't it? What to
3: ask of Mr. Cripps?
2: Um, I can't remember which way he went in the Port Adelaide GWS game, whether he's leading to GWS or not. I heard him on Waitley yesterday, but uh, if you have a question to ask Sando, send it through via text zero four two seven one five four one double six. And at four thirty-five, Roach, uh, who's the coach? If they if Port win on Saturday night, and Josh I know Carr's I'm being coach. a smart aleck. Josh Carr will be the coach. Now this is only in some sections. We're having a bit of fun. Port. Yeah. Well, it's not fun really, is it? Mm. Um we'll have a chat to Josh anyway. We won't ask him that. No. You
3: can. No, we won't.
2: No, we won't. Um, but we'll have some questions to ask Josh. And if you'd like to pose a question, once again, send a text. All right, Roach, we've got to go around the grounds. We've got a bit to go through. Let's start on a sad
3: note, though, unfortunately, mm. and pay our respects to Noel Gordon. Well, we must. Now, at 85 years of age, it's three, around 3 o'clock this morning. Noel Gordon, who... Has quite a story in life, not alone in, in football. He was in a rock band. Yeah, <laughs> do you know he was born where Ned Kelly was born? Out in the country of Victoria. Unlike Ned Kelly, well, he not became when you said where? Where? Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. He became no, no, definitely not when. No, <laughs> no that's what I thought. Unlike Ned, he became part of Victoria Police. So he was a policeman. But the most important thing about Noel Gordon's part in our game of Australian football is. Brisbane began with quite an interesting syndicate. We all know Christopher Skay's, Paul Craner, and it collapsed. (laughs) It Mm. collapsed. Mm. And then we had Reuben Pellerman come in and put the money on the table, but critically he actually handed it all back to be a members-based club, which Mm. needed a chairman. Mm. Noel Gordon was that chairman. Set up the Bears to then play in their first final. The most famous moments with Robert Walls. Yep. And then... Yes, we saw the Brisbane Bears become the Brisbane Lions and be very, very successful. Now, his part in actually setting up a members-based club, which is so important in our traditions and our respect to Australian football, was Noel Gordon's great legacy. Yes, yeah, so our Lions love Bears. and
2: strength yeah. go out to all of Noel yeah. Gordon's uh, family and friends. And uh, he was a very successful businessman yes. as well. And uh, because of his business position and acumen, he managed to bring some big players up to
3: Brisbane, a la Jeff Rains, and he employed him as well. And then out. the players come in. Came along and hit him up to be a sponsor. That he was Mark in McClure yeah, did yeah,
1: that. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, interesting. All right, our thoughts. And, and mm. he was hoping to hang in there to maybe see Brisbane, his beloved Brisbane, mm. make a grand final. Yeah, it's been win. pretty tough
3: for him recently. Yeah.
2: All right, a bit more housekeeping to go through now, Roots. Nearest the pin. Oh, oh, oh. It's a Friday. Now.
3: Now. What? Now has the Gold Coast Crow <laughs> got his calculator out. Oh, I've given up on him. Yeah, He's yeah.
2: a good man, but he... Is he he failed kick? plasticine at school. He did. fair dinkum, Tony. He <laughs> uh, failed can't.
3: plasticine? I uh,
2: know. That's how bad he is at math. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but if he's
3: using plasticine for his math
2: lessons... It's a term of phrase, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. nearest the pin. All you have to do is predict who wins the uh, two games this weekend. Melbourne Carlton tonight, and by how much? Mm. And Port Adelaide and GWS tomorrow night at the Adelaide Oval. And our tiebreaker question is... How many goals will King Charles kick
3: Charlie Dixon? Gee, I thought you might have come up with another supplementary question, which is the topic of the moment. What will be the final number through the gate?
1: Rich, would, would,
2: would you not confuse things? We'll get to the numbers, all right. mm. <laughs> You are fair mm. By the end of the week, it's like your petrol tank when it runs out. <laughs> Oh get up. It's the weekend. I know. I'm up. $250. Well done. You happy with that? Yes, I am. When am I getting it? Uh, You don't get it? Uh, You can't enter. A $250 Mm. IGA voucher Mm. for nearest the pin. Send it in via text. All right, on 0427154166, if you get nearest the pin, a $250 IGA voucher. Thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Terms and conditions? It doesn't, yes. Thank you, Roach. That's better. I like it when you got your head in the game. One entry per phone. Not when you go down another bloody track about crowd numbers. We're doing that later in the show. All right. Now we've got another one, Roach. Uh, we have Sample double passes to give away for Sunday's prelim final. Do not text for these. It's Crows and Sturt. It starts at 3.15. If you want to go to the football on Sunday, ring us on 1300 736 736 We have a stack of double passes. All right. We're How up many phones away.
3: can you use for that one? You
2: can just use one to ring us. <laughs> I'm working with a
4: turkey. It's 12 past three. <laughs>
2: 317 on a Friday afternoon. Appreciate your company. We're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. And we're live from Studio Lumo SA. Hey, giving away for passes to go and see the prelim final. Who are you tipping in that one, roots Crows and Sturt. Sturt. Sturt, Sturt, rub in the dirt. That's uh, what we used to say as uh, kids. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, it's not rude, is it? No. Yep, there's a few... Upgraded versions of that now, I'd imagine. Are hey, congr- congratulations to Ross and Matt. They've already run double part one double passes. Uh, give us a call. Oh, while if, on stir. G-
0: g- Sorry.
2: First apology ever. Uh, give us a call if you'd like those tickets. One 736 And a reminder: nearest the pin is worth two hundred and fifty dollars. Who wins tonight between Melbourne and Carlton at the G, and by how much? Likewise, Port Adelaide and GWS. Tie break question.
3: Charlie Dixon, how many goals does he kick? Mm. Well, on Sturt, remember that famous little stoush that we noted on our show about three or four weeks ago when what stoush? South Adelaide complained about the state of Unley Oval and oh, man yes. Manor came back out. Yes. They're digging it all up, cleaning it up, fixing it up. Six months, Unley Oval won't be in use while Ooh. they fix it up.
2: Interesting, Roach. Mm. Interesting was Ken Hinkley today at his press conference. Did you attend? Oh
3: yes, I did. did. <laughs> Another <laughs> moment between him and Josh Money again. Oh really? Was, not as narky as the was one. Was Josh
2: Money the time. one that asked about Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer.
3: Yeah. Is that? Well, t- Josh has now revealed to the world that Trent McKenzie has a size ten foot, and that's why he keeps rolling his ankle.
2: What difference does that make?
3: I'm not sure myself yet.
2: I would say he's quite in proportion with the rest of his body. He's I fairly tall and 10, I would have thought he'd be have a larger foot at an 11 or well,
3: something, Rich. It was a moment in the what, press what, conference. Uh, really? Yes.
2: Have we got that grab or we didn't well, worry I about it?
3: sent it in, but I did didn't you? think it was, you know, well, if we want to play it, we could. Well, no, it just seems a weird conversation
2: at a press conference.
3: Well, it did become very weird. Did
2: it? Oh, yes. we, we might get that later. We haven't got it at the, we haven't got it at the moment. Um, that is interesting, Roach, though. Yeah, what size
3: are your feet? 12. Ball. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're not
3: 12. 12. Do you want me to take the shoe off and you can
2: read the uh, size? Yeah. No, no, I've seen your socks before. Ah. Uh, we're not doing that in here in an enclosed area. We're going to have a foot off later, though. A foot off? Well, I've got, I'm 11s. You haven't got size 12 feet. I
3: have. And wide, too. Really? Yes. This
2: is riveting. Uh, Ken Hinckley was asked, though, this is <laughs> riveting, about uh, Jeremy Finlayson, why he was
3: dropped. Finlayson, <laughs> inevitable by his form. That he yeah,
0: yeah. Form. So, I mean, we we got Charlie back. Jeremy's been given everything he's got all this year, and, um, you know, and unfortunately, um, you know, the numbers were probably against him a little bit, but Charlie coming back was also significant. So
1: that's it.
2: Couldn't fit them all in, Kim. Mm. When's... Uh, it's most unlike Ken not to announce the sub,
3: isn't it? He, so he said this was a him. case whereby they needed to take it right to the last minute, which makes me always wonder about, is there someone not right, Kim? Well,
2: there's text coming through. Rich, is there the, someone the very who will be f- oh, tested gee, on
3: Saturday? how
2: many texts I haven't got to a text yet. This mm-hmm. very first one came through from Giuseppe. <laughs> just checking the number yeah. here. That, Oh Not d- Mario, is it? No, look, someone puts in Giuseppe. Yeah, but then, yeah. The, yeah. No, yes. they've used the name Giuseppe before and yeah. then it says cheers Joey. <laughs> 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 well, no, well and, that works, Giuseppe no, and Joey. Alright then, possibly. Yeah. I have a feeling Marshall will be a late out mm. for Finn Mason, Evans to be the sub, cheers Joey. Maybe. Right. Hey, let's go to the phones. Uh, Roach, you've wanted to talk about the crowd numbers. Kane Corns, or as Gary Lyon calls him, Corn, Corn.
1: Uh, have oh, butted
2: okay. heads over Corn. the crowd. People are confused why there won't be 50,000 there. I thought there would be. Did you? Tim Tam Tampouli joins us now. Hello, Timmy boy.
5: Hey, hello, guys. I'll tell you what, they didn't get enough passouts in the lockup. That's why they're not going to fill the stadium. But anyway.
1: That's oh, Timmy. Hey, yeah. Tim. <laughs>
5: hey I've, got, I've got a couple for you. Now, I'm not as good as Matt Randell, but there's a young boy down south. You know, I've given you one before. Yes. There's a young boy down south. I watched him play on the weekend. The under-70s, Happy Valley. His name's William Wilson. 17 years of age. Boy, can he clunk a mark. Tall, big, strong. Well, keep an eye on him for boys. Watch him, watch him. William also, Wilton. Also, three at South. William Wilton? Yeah, yeah. William Wilson. Just keep an eye out him, all right? Wilson Yeah, there's three or down at South Adelaide. Wilson. William Wilson. Wilson, Wilson, Wilson. 17 years right. of age. Okay. Happy Valley Vikings, South. Hey, there's three down at South, so I'm not as good as Matt Randell, but I'll give you three. Taylor Gould, he'll go top 25. All, all right. right. Taylor Gould. Remember, Roach? I gave you that earlier yes, on in the yes, year. Yes, yep.
3: we went and looked at his Sid
5: Draper. Sid, Sid Draper, Don, Benny Barrett, to
1: right?
5: Uh, there's another Draper in the AFL already. I think they're related. I'm not sure. Uh, Benny Barrett, he'll go too. Yeah, no relation. Right. To, no relation. Okay. To Billy
2: Barrett. All
5: right, that's nah, going back Just years, watch right. those three down at South. All they'll right. go. I guarantee go. you that. Big, that big boy Good, Tim top Tam, you right.
2: You've absolutely hijacked the show. We've got on here. You wanted to talk about the Port crowd.
5: Oh, well, they won't turn up. You know that. I told you, Rich, they wouldn't get pass-outs. But anyway, hey, now my tips. Yep,
2: go. Another drive-by.
5: G-G-W- we'll go uh, the Blues by 25.
2: Blues by 25.
5: GWS by
2: 48 points. By 48. Right, Benny's writing these yes. down. Yep. Charlie Dixon. And big Charlie to kick too. Loving your work, Tim Tam, and we love your biscuits Catch you guys. Cheers, mate. There he is. He's a good man. Works for Arnotts. Loads us up with Tim Tams all the time. We need to go to a break, Roach. Uh, we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets and Balfours. No matter your club's colours, Balfours are for the game. Stack of people after those sentful double passes. We only have three double passes left. We've got rid of about 25 double passes like that, Roach.
4: Well done. Well, I didn't do much.
2: 3.28 on a Friday afternoon. Cannot wait for tonight's game. Melbourne taking on Carlton. There'll be 100,000 there. There better be 50,000 at Adelaide Oval tomorrow night. Kim which we have talk. been
3: banging on about 50,000 at Adelaide Oval for this two years. This is a years. final. This I is know a final. it is.
1: All
2: right, when we'll, did we last sell out a final at Adelaide Oval? We'll chat about that in a moment. We're here thanks to Hyundai, Hyundai Tucson. Tomorrow's SUV. Book a test drive. Hey, just quickly, my apologies to Giuseppe and Joseph because we get a lot of texts where people use a pseudonym
3: Mario?
2: Yeah. Well, you don't think Mario's real? No. Really? No. Mario from Maslin's Beach? No. Anyway, Giuseppe is, and, <laughs> uh, and he's Joseph as well, so it's just been Joe. written down twice. Giuseppe is Joseph in English, and Joey comes from that. Yeah. Smiley face, apologies for the confusion. Uh, my bad. It had Giuseppe on the bottom, and then it had Joey. All right, Roach, let's hear from uh, Kenny Hinkley again uh, in regards to selecting Todd Marshall.
0: We wouldn't pick him if we didn't think that. I mean, sh- Todd should have kicked probably four, maybe five goals last week. So yeah, there's been a bit made about a couple of misses, but everyone misses in this game. I think the best players in the game over history have missed some shots of goal. Todd's a really reliable shot at goal and we're really confident and comfortable that um, Todd will do his best for us tomorrow night. Can you
1: give
4: us some insight into that chat you had with
0: him on Tuesday? Hang hey, I mean, he's, he, there's no secret that Todd hasn't been in best physical shape. So we often check in and just talk around what's going on. And, and Todd's such a um, a caring person and player. the last thing he wants to do is be seen to letting the team down. So I just wanted to make sure he was okay and that he didn't let us down. He he was out there and played well for us, and I think that's really important for him.
2: He's going to have his hands full, because I would presume Sam Taylor will go to him, and not
3: Charlie Dixon. Now, Ken was really strong about those of us, that's you, I, and everyone else in the media speculating what condition Mm. Todd Marshall. You saw him play Saturday night. Mm. You know what his kicking style is like when he was the absolute Mm -hmm. perfect kick at goal. Looking at that kicking action, that is a pained kicking action, isn't it?
1: Oh, there has got a bit of pain in that the way he's not.
3: He's not the straight leg. It's not it oh,
2: quite kicking through it as no. much as he used to. Hey, Kenny spoke about this is really important. Over the last six weeks, the ability to get inside 50 has been a major issue. Mm. This is how they're going to turn things around.
0: Oh, we just need to make sure that we win the, the, the battle around the midfield as much as we possibly can. <clears throat> Most of the time, that's where you get your, your, your first looks is from the, the midfield battles. And, you know, if we've been a bit shallow with some of those wins, that's probably our challenge to get the ball a little bit deeper when we can out of our um, stoppage wins and losses, which obviously the losses, we're trying to keep them shallow for us in our wins. We need to get them perhaps a little bit deeper and give us a bit more time because the team we're playing have got a real need to get going quick, and they want to take the game on quick. So it makes a real battle. But last time we played them here at Adelaide Oval only three weeks ago, I think we ended up with 24 or five front of centres in the first half. If we can get that game going, we'll put ourselves in a really good spot.
2: All righty, we've got to get to the news. On the other side, Brendan Sanderson, Brenton Sanderson will join us. We'll have a real forensic look at both games, Roach. If you have a question, send us a text. Hey, and we have the great uh, holiday deals on every Friday. My Cruiser's Friday FOMO, Fear of Missing Out, offer will be announced today. Stick around to hear that a little bit later in the show.
6: Plays Angus Brayshaw, Adam Tomlinson also in the side. The Blues are brought in at Matthew Kennedy, while Jesse Mottlop takes the place of suspended
5: Jack Martin.
4: The all-new Hyundai Kona is here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfers are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Loving your company on a Friday
2: afternoon. Kimbo and the Roots with you. We're live and interactive. If you'd like to have a chat, one 736 736 Just a reminder, Josh Carr coming up a little later in the program around 4.30. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, How the Locals Like It. Beautiful day outside Roots, 20.5. Five degrees. Just quickly, before we get to Brenton Sanderson, stack a text coming through for nearest the pin. Hello, Mr. K and Mr. M. I presume that's us. Nearest the pin, please. D's by 13. Giants by 17. Charlie Dixon. Oh, you've got to put Charlie Dixon in there. Whoever sent that text. You need the tiebreaker. They didn't do it. Alright. Uh, here we go. Josh always on the money. Makes Rucci look like an amateur. That's from Mario.
3: I don't know. What? He is saying Josh oh. Money
2: is now the best reporter, newsbreaker oh, in South Australia. Yeah, You've that's... lost the title.
3: Right. Good. right, good. Not
2: giving much of a fight either. Maybe no. the old dog's rolled over. No. Uh, Brendan Sands. I don't roll over. Oh, Rowie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go to Sando. He's been good enough to join us. We want to have a forensic look at these two games, starting tonight at the MCG. Melbourne and Carlton, there'll be 100,000 there. G'day, Sando.
7: Good afternoon, boys. How are you?
2: Good. I listened to you with great interest uh, yesterday on your regular segment with Jared Waitley, dissecting both games and the reasons you think that... I think you went Carlton. I couldn't remember between Port and GWS. Yeah. Did you go GWS in the end?
7: Yeah. I don't know. It's not going to make the Port fans happy, but I I really like the Giants at the moment. I saw them live last week at the MCG and they're playing some really good footy. And I know Port have had a fantastic season but not quite at their best at the moment. But... Um, but, yeah, and I've actually won the Blues tonight. I think uh, I think tonight's a flip of the coin. Um, but just the current recent form of the Blues, they're playing with so much confidence. I just think they might just get over the line tonight as well.
2: All right, we'll get to that game. Let's just go back to the Port Adelaide GWS game and have a real good uh, look at that. I was interested with some of the statistical information you had. Why are Port struggling with their inside 50s, which has always been
7: their one-wood over previous years?
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah,
7: yeah, they um. Run... They've been so good in offense this year. And I think Port Adelaide fans will know it just feels like when they play with really good creative flair and they take the game on, they play with a bit of dare, um, they're at their best. But I just think that's opening them up defensively a little bit at times as well. So they do play high risk, high reward, but sometimes to their detriment. And I think um, for whatever reason, they haven't been able to access the number of quality inside 50s just recently. Um, and they're such a good front-half team. When they get the ball deep inside forward 50 and you've got guys like um, Rioli and Palpepper and mm. uh, McEntee and those guys sort of creating forward 50 turnovers with their, with their forward 50 tackle pressure, um, I just feel like that's when Port Adelaide are at their best, but they seem to be not generating enough forward 50s at the moment, and, and maybe just sides are sort of working out a way to to create turnovers in the middle part of the ground mm. and, and going back against the defense, which has been really decimated at times in this back half of the season. So, yeah, they. I mean, I, I, I rate Ken Hinkley so highly. I, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna find a way to get this game on his terms. But um, the Giants are just playing so well around the contest and clearance stuff. They're spreading really hard. Their speed around sort of contest has been has been excellent, and they were so impressive last week against St Kilda and. Um, it's it's going to be a really difficult and and huge challenge, I think, for Port Adelaide to overcome a Giants team, which is full of confidence at the moment.
3: So, Brenton, if I put you in the Port Adelaide coaches' box and I give you the midfield magnets... He's back! Who are you putting there for yeah. the starting bounce? And critically, what is the one, what we would generally call a tagging matchup, but the biggest shadow that yeah. you feel you need to put on in this GWS midfield?
2: Or do you not?
3: Well, yeah. No, you're right,
7: No, I would. I would go... I would go Drew on Kelly, and um, as I said, I saw the game live last week. I think Josh Kelly is so good. He's so influential, not just around sort of contest and the stoppage work, but his ability to get from sort of contest to contest and, and hit the scoreboard. He kicked, he kicked two goals last week, and he's got so much speed and class. I, I just think you put your best stopper on him. So I think I think if Drew did a job on Kelly and then... The matchups are then pretty even when you when, when you look inside. And I know um, you know Ollie Wine's obviously a Brownlow medalist, and with Butters and Rosie and Horn Francis, you sort of go head to head then with um, Tom Green and Ward and Caniglio and those guys. It's um, it's really mouth watering that that sort of inside um, midfield matchups, and it probably decides the game. And I know, know Port Adelaide got to get the matchup right with Toby Green. I think. Um, the thing for Giants fans is 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 Toby Green was quiet last week and Giants still won, so it's a, it's a little bit scary for Port. Um, if Toby Green sort of hits form and you know finds some time and space inside forward 50, he he always hits the scoreboard. So they've got to get that matchup right, Port Adelaide, and if they can win contest and clearance, I think that's the pivotal part in this game. Is if they can get on top around the midfield, um, get the ball in their front half and keep it there. Uh, it's i think i think Porter obviously will be hard to beat and we know how how well they play the adelaide over when they're at their best so um yeah i just think they've just got to get back to their their ruthless best look for opportunities to take the game on um but don't go crazy like don't don't um play um even before when i said with that that sort of creative flair um like don't don't take it over overboard like don't look for opportunities to go for kicks that just aren't there you know just play with a little bit more poise and um, that sort of calmness that uh, that put that Port Adelaide were playing so well when they had that um, that win streak through the sort of middle part of the season.
2: All right, you're still Port Adelaide coach. Game style is all important, but matchups are very important as well. You mentioned Toby Green as coach. Who are you putting on him? Bergman,
7: Jones, Burton? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> you that's, 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 that's the truth. <laughs> I know. I was looking at it before. I just I don't know. Like there's. He's such a difficult matchup because he's he's a small, who's quick and agile, but he's also mm. fantastic in the air, um, and a little bit like Jamie Elliott from Collingwood. Uh, they're just really difficult matchups. Probably Bergman. I don't know. Um, I just I don't, it's really hard, and I know like Kenny would know better than me, but um, it's a really challenging matchup, and at, at, at certain times you've almost got a double team in, but. Um, there's some sort of lesser names in that forward line that have been performing really well, you know, guys like Brown. And I know Hogan's had a really good year mm. as well, but there sort of seems to be a few guys just sort of popping up and, and kicking goals. Um, they're getting a pretty good, a pretty good return from, you know, guys playing their role. You know, it's like almost like 22 guys playing role and, and executing, you know, their, their sort of role in the team has, it's, has it's, it's been really important for, for so the Giants, you know, to win nine of their last eleven games, they're they they're, they're a good an informed sign as anyone else in the competition at the moment. So yeah, and as I said, I was I was really impressed when I watched them play live last week. Their spread, their speed um, would certainly be concerning Port Adelaide this this um, Saturday night.
2: I'll give you another one. If, if you can't answer this one, we we'll sack you as coach. Uh, Jesse <laughs> Hogan. Um well they're not as creative in the back half at the moment, Port Adelaide. A Lear Lear looks like he's carrying a yeah. minor injury. Uh, would you have McKenzie yeah. at Hogan or A Lear on Hogan? I just think they need to find a way to get a Lear back to his intercepting best.
7: Yeah, no, you're right. I I don't know. Sometimes you can sort of fool yourself. Like if, if you if you said, Okay, McKenzie goes to Hogan and then a just comes off his opponent mm. to sort of provide that third up, you know, spoiling or intercept marking option, but but then what um Kingsley will do is he'll go he'll he'll just instruct his players that everything goes through a lead opponent. So yeah. he actually can't he can't drop off. Like you they'll they'll look for opportunities to you know, those those little sort of short hit up leads, lower your eyes inside forward fifty and it can always be a challenge when um when when you sort of instruct a player to come off and drop off and look for intercept marks. So my 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 gut feeling like i said i I could be wrong, but i would I would put a Lear onto Hogan and ah. he'll always take it to the ball, you know the giants are always drawn to Hogan when they come through the middle of the ground and they look up, so yeah, I know like a Lear at his best is is so influential, so I just think put your best defender on their best forward, get that um toby Green match up right, um just go head to head in defense and if the midfield can put pressure on and the kicks are coming in, you know. Under pressure and without sort of time and space. And that's, that's, that's going to really help put our defence tomorrow night.
3: Now, Brenton, it is 40 minutes before the 7:10 start to this game. We're giving you the team sheet to sign. You've got to name the tactical sub. You're not going to go with Dylan Williams because he's risky with a hamstring. We're even surprised he's on the list to start mm. with. You're not going to go with Sam Hayes because you're not going to play two Ruckman. You've got Jeremy yep. Finlayson or Francis Evans. Who are you choosing and why?
7: Well, I'm I'm a bit surprised. How come Finlayson's out? That that actually surprised me a little bit.
3: Um, he hasn't scored. That, do they, for they just two feel like they're too tall? Two weeks yeah. and how yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's been out. scratchy
2: the last six weeks. But mm. I'm with you. I'm surprised that he's been dropped. And I'll be surprised if he's not the sub. But Roach thinks it'll be Evans. Which way would you go?
7: Yeah. Well, if well if he's out just purely on form, then I'd go Evans because uh, I I think Finlayson has the ability to to be able to hit the scoreboard. He's such a difficult match up, but. Yeah, you can't. It's 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 probably the right call then. If he's if he's that far out of form, you're better off not having him in the team, particularly in a in a cutthroat final. So I would, yeah, I would go with Evans. I just think, I don't know, players that can that can come on with speed, you know, uh, provide pressure, mm. um, play a variety of roles. Um, Finlayson's probably tied down to playing a, a forward role. You know, potentially can pinch it down back, but yeah, maybe. Maybe Evans for me then, and and you know, like you guys know better than me. But um, if Finlayson's that far out of form, then mm. you can't take a player who's yeah. down in confidence into a into a cutthroat final. All right,
2: GWS by how much?
7: No, only only by a really small margin. And the thing I the thing I'm not sure about is they've done. I know we always you know you, sometimes you forget about those those WA teams, and you know both of those teams over in the West didn't have great seasons, but. The Giants have done a lot of travel this year. They've been on the road a lot. They've played a lot of games in Canberra. They've played games in Tasmania. They're on the road last week, um, played at the MCG. They go back home and now back to Adelaide. So how much have they got in the tank? You know, if this game got close and it came down to just pure work rate and the ability to play four quarters with a high-pressure game, that, you know, potentially Port Adelaide had the edge. But I just love what you can play at the moment. The Giants... um, They've been super impressive in the second half of the season. So I've got them by less than two goals, but I think this will be an absolute classic tomorrow night. I, I'm going to tune in. I just can't wait to watch. Yeah, it's
2: going to be a beauty. And, of course, you're part of SEN's coverage as well, and we absolutely love it. Tonight, there'll be over 100,000, I think, at the yes. MCG. It starts
3: but, at 7.20. Will there be a Max scorn there?
7: I think there will be. So it's a broken toe, right? I know um, for those listeners that have had a broken toe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They 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 feel a lot worse than what they really are, but um, but yeah, it's really hard to put a footy boot on. And this will sound crazy, with a broken toe, it's almost impossible to get a footy boot um, on and then not be in excruciating pain. So they're going to throw that many needles, I think, into his toe mm-hmm. just to try and take away any sort of feeling. Mm. So yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't think he'll be at his best tonight. Um, he's going to play uh, without any feeling at all in his foot. So. Um, I'm, I'm really nervous for the Demons tonight. I think they've got some problems in the front half. Um, Carlton are so good around around contests. Their stoppage work's been excellent. Uh, if this game gets in a running race, though, if this game gets outside and it's transitional, I'm still going to back in the Demons. Um, I like what they did at Selection, picking a small instead of a tall, like a Shacky or a Brown, who's, who's who's obviously, like we said before, with um, Finn Layson, but to pick a tall who's not in form who doesn't give you any sort of advantage at all at ground level? I think they made the right call to go with another small to try and create forward pressure and turnovers in their front half. Is but there any it chance? It wouldn't surprise Brenton? me at all tonight to see the tracker in the front half, yeah.
3: Is there any chance, Breton, that someone could tell the Melbourne forwards they actually can go as close to goal as they can get to start kicking their shots at goal rather than trying to all do them from 50?
7: Yeah, and I thought that would happen last week. Collingwood defend that sort of 0 to 30 part of the ground really well. And Melbourne were forced to take a lot of long shots last week. They were bombing the ball inside forward 50. Were
3: they ever. Um, hopefully,
7: yeah. Simon Goodwin um, has found a solution for that. But, yeah, it was really quite disappointing to see how poorly... I mean, they had a huge advantage last week, particularly in the second half. It was um, it was so dominant, the way that they they mm. moved the ball uh, through the middle of the ground. And they just fired with that final kick inside forward 50. Did so, it? um so, yeah, all, all eyes on tonight. Um, how do they enter the ball inside forward 50? Can they win enough midfield ball? And if you take the tracker out of the midfield to using forward, that puts a lot of pressure on Oliver and Viney, you know. And then um, you've got those other mids, you know, Langdon on the wing. You know, can they, can they influence the game? So, um, yeah, fascinating game tonight. It's going to be a ripping game. It's like so much, um, obviously, at stake. So um, So, yeah, it's going to be an absolute classic.
2: I was intrigued yesterday when I was listening to you talking to uh, Geraldo, Jared Gerard Waitley, that uh, you were tipping Carlton based on their midfield over Melbourne. When you consider that Melbourne have Oliver, Petraka, and Viney, I get that the track's been playing a little bit more up forward. But um, uh, that's yeah. a big compliment to Carlton's midfield, isn't it? You thought that they were
7: more. I just diverse. think the depth. Yeah, I just think the depth. I just, I just feel like um, uh, you've got those three. Like so, uh, so you've got Viney, Petraka, Oliver, and obviously Max Gone. But then, um, you know, Carlton have Cripps, or Walsh. But then they've got, they've got another band of guys that come through there. So, I don't know, they, they just seem to be so strong around the contest, um, Carlton. And their DNA is stoppage and the ability, the ability to be able to score from stoppage. Um, you know, despite Melbourne having such a strong midfield core group, they haven't quite got the depth of Carlton. So, if the game stays in a contest, um, yeah, I'm going to favour Carlton. But if the game gets outside and it becomes... Transitional in a running race, um, I think Melbourne have got the edge. But yeah, once again, flip the coin. I, I, I picked the Blues only because I like their recent form. Um, but yeah, I just think I think tonight I think tonight it could be it could it could be another win for the Blues. Margin. Uh, less than less than a goal. Like, less but than a goal. then, if it's less than a goal, it's really flip goal. of the coin. Yeah. I, Two or three points. I think it's going to be a classic tonight.
2: Gee whiz. Uh, you're a good judge, Sando. We've got a lot of people listening. We've got a nearest the pin, thanks to IGA, worth $250. Just pick who wins by how much and how many goals the Charlie Dixon kick. If you're listening to Sando, you'll be going for under 14 points for GWS or under yep. a goal for Carlton. Hey, Brendan, really appreciate your time. We look forward to hearing you on SEN over the weekend.
7: Uh, pleasure, guys. Thank you. Brenton
3: Sanderson. Uh, well, there you go. Thoughts, Ridge? You can make a case for every result, can't you? Yeah. Because that's where we're at. we're at. We're watching now four very, very good teams. I just, again, I don't trust Melbourne, but I think they will win.
2: I'm tipping Melbourne. With a modicum Mm. of confidence. Uh, Confidence. My Cruiser's... What? Confidence? Well, Rich, you can't sit on the fence like you. Uh, (laughs) My Cruiser's Friday FOMO offer will be announced today. Stick around to hear it later in the show. Also, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game. That's the Super Bowl. It's worth over $70,000. Just shop in-store at Beaumont's before November the 12th and you're in with a
4: chance. T's and C's apply. 3.57, we're
2: here thanks to IGA Supermarket, supporting women in sport. We love their support. Just a reminder, SENSA is your home of Host Plus Sandful League. You can listen live every weekend right here on SENSA. Paul Bonza will be doing the game. Sturt and Adelaide Crows, 3.15 on Sunday. A lot of texts coming through for nearest the pin route. So here's a nice text from Michael, um, complimenting our show, Roach. Thank you very much for that, Michael. It's appreciated. Uh, and also commenting on another show that seems to be giving a lot of airtime to GWS. Uh, there you go. Life's all about choices. Um, he is selected, nearest the pin, Port to win by 30, Melbourne by 21, Roach, and Charlie Dixon, King Charles, to kick three goals Two. Now, a lot of text coming through as well about the crowd numbers. Has this become an issue is this a beat-up or is this real? I genuinely thought there would be forty-seven to
3: 51,000. Based on? I'll tell you how my conversation has yep. gone on this one this week. Friends of mine who naturally are Port fans who yep. were desperate, they wanted to get my uh, barcode so they could get finals tickets. Mm-hmm. I said, what are you stressing about? There'll be heaps of tickets. Now, if you have a look, the last time Port GWS played, I'm just saying last yep. time, so we got got yep. some, something to base this on. Thirty-two thousand five hundred and ninety-seven. We thought that was a good crowd for a yeah. Port GW. It yeah, was GW, that a Sunday f- twilight, yeah. was it? Or? But, but that's yeah. probably telling you the ones who really want to be there, right? Yeah. So the GWS is not bringing anyone in. Cooper yeah. Hamilton's tried. Excuse but, me, Pete from Canberra is flying in. There's I'll one bringing in tens. No, of I know 15. it's not you know what like I mean. Collingwood army. Yeah. The best crowd we've ever had for a Port Adelaide GWS game is thirty-four thousand six hundred ninety-three. Mm-hmm. So if you work off the base, there's going to be thirty thousand who you can pretty well be sure are going to go there. You get then maybe 5,000 of the Adelaide Oval members along the way who want 35. to be there. For, yeah, 35. And then maybe two, 3,000 who want to be there for a final. We're not no, even getting I, 40, I Kim.
2: No, I don't buy that. This is well, a there's final. a lot of
3: issues here. We have been asking for more than a year, when are we going to hit the 50,000 for a non-showdown game?
1: Hmm.
3: What are the issues? Is it... Like we've noted that there was going to be this challenge to get people back from their lounge rooms post-COVID. Yeah. Is it about cost? And, and I've had so many cost people would be say, Cost a part of it. Tickets are one thing. But when I get the kids there and they want to hear it, for food and drink, I know it's pe- costing me a fortune.
2: People have changed their viewing habits yeah. too during COVID. They bought big screens and they thought, oh, this is fairly comfy and it's uh, cheaper as well. Well, it's become a bit of a debate, and we'll hear from Gary Lyon, who had a bit of a crack mm. at uh, Kane Corns. But here's Kane talking about the low crowd numbers he's predicting for the Port GWS final.
8: Still plenty of tickets left for the uh, Port Adelaide versus the Giants game. I did see so, Pat. Why would Jared? that be, Kane? Um, yeah, I don't know. Semi-final weekend is always an interesting one i think people prefer if they're going to save any money or any dollars for prelim final week and they think you know if i'm gonna not spend the money this weekend i'm going to save it for a prelim against collingwood at the mcg maybe a a reason behind that but yeah yeah yeah, i'm not not sure i think they they would think that if we get knocked out i don't want to be there anyway if we win i want to save my money for the following week Mm. but yeah i think it'll only be low 30s there unfortunately which is a a little bit disappointing
2: Low 30s. Oh, I would be gutted if that happens, and I, I don't think he'd subscribe to that. Genuinely, that people aren't going because they think they might lose. Surely not. That's not what supporting's all about. Hey, give us a call though. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you're normally going, you're not going. Tell us why. Um, I'm. Confused by this, uh, I'll be really surprised, Roach, if there's not over forty-five thousand. All right, you're be talking about be surprised. All then. right, but you're p- rolling out numbers for home and away games. This is a final. Yep. All right, minute past four. News is next. Then we'll hear from Gary Line. He
4: unloads on the Port supporters. Does he?
2: Four minutes past four. Kim on the Rich with you. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Currently 20.6 degrees outside. It's been a cracking day and it's going to be beautiful weather tomorrow evening as well, Roach. Good. I think it's around 22 degrees tomorrow. Hey, we're talking about the crowd numbers. I'll tell you what I'm prepared to do, Roach. I'm a generous human. You owe me what in coffees now? 13? You tell me I owe you 13. Yes. Well, it's probably more if we're drive, being real drive. about it. What? what are we doing? What, you think the Tooth Fairy's been paying them off, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll knock off three of them. Yeah. So you'll only owe me 10 if there's not more than 45,000. Oh, done. <laughs> Oh, You really don't think yeah. it will be 45,000? I've seen
3: the ticket sales, Kim. What are they at? They're not at that number. What about all the walk-ups? I don't see it. You don't think? No.
2: All right. Well, I'll still knock them off. So That's uh,
3: less than forty-five thousand. It goes down to ten.
2: Goes down to ten. Right. Now, we're getting some texts, and this is what we want to hear. Yep. We said, "Why aren't you going?" Now there's Graham from Brisbane. G'day, Gra Gra, one of the regulars. Uh, because the AFL has become a woke joke. People have had enough. Not to mention the ticket prices. I asked my daughter to get me a ticket for last week. I was overseas. She said seventy dollars for the average seats. I said, I'll watch it on TV. I'm not paying that. Mm. Um, Here we go. Mm. Arvo Boyce, do any of these rich idiots know, thanks to Labor, that there is a cost of living and rental crisis going on and will go on and on and on? Go Port, Jeff from Salisbury. And we we know that the cost of living has gone through the roof in recent years and mortgages are ridiculously high in terms of how they've gone up. Here we go. Port Adelaide have 4,000 more members than St Kilda. 68,000 people went last week at the MCG against the same opposition. Port Adelaide looked like having half the crowd. Absolutely pathetic. Smoke and Joey.
3: Different ticket prices at the G, different type of game. How much different? What do you mean
2: different type of game? Explain that.
3: Well, in the sense that that Melbourne MCG with $30 tickets, this one is averaged out at any between 70 and 90. Mm. And in terms of a different type of game, well, St Kilda was, that was, that was their moment, wasn't it? 150-year anniversary, one final. Mm. Port's had a few finals recently, haven't they? We oh, didn't have
2: one last year. Mm. Uh, when I did that quick throw to the break, I thought I was a little misleading. Oh, there's a good word that's come through here. Hi, Kimbo, very pestiferous oh, from you. gosh. <laughs> Gary Lyon didn't unload on the Port fans. No, he didn't. He said he loves them, mm. but he believes they will turn up. We'll hear from him anyway. I was paraphrasing, so I did get it wrong. Uh, he unloaded on corn oh. for his cop-out excuse, and he said he knows Port fans won't cop that and will show up in droves on Saturday night. Cheers, Blake. Blake, you're 100% right. I tried to throw to that break very quickly. Mm. Yeah, he was supportive of... Supporters, not of Corn, whom he he calls him Corn, but they have a very good relationship. Bugger it, Roach. Let's just hear from Gary Lyon. <laughs> Korn. Now, Corn,
8: what's going on? <laughs> Number one fan here, Corn. If that's North Melbourne in a final and they're going to get thirty thousand, you'd be tearing the grandstand down. You wouldn't be giving them excuses and outs, going, "Oh, they don't want to be there in case they lose." That is as an insipid reason for a thirty thousand crowd as I've ever heard from you, Corn. And to me. That sounds a bit defeatist. I'm sorry. Uh, you I'm and on I the fence are great mates, but that to me sounds like you're taking a defeatist attitude into this game against the Giants. Oh, they mightn't go because they mightn't like being there if they lose. Port Adelaide supporters should pack that joint out to the rafters. If they are, and I'm. I think they will, so I'm going against corn. I think they're going to turn up in their numbers. They're going to make it a hostile environment. They're going to do everything they can for Port Adelaide, and they'll scrimp and say they'll sell their soul and kidney to try and get the money if it's a financial thing, and they will pack that ground out. For you to sit there and say, oh, they might not have the money because they might not make it next week or they might not want to be there because they might lose, mm. that, you, you're not giving that excuse to North Melbourne or the Western Bulldogs corn. You're making excuses for your football side before they've even started. Port Adelaide supporters, don't listen to corn. Get to the game on Saturday. <laughs> pack the joint out. Make it hostile for the Giants and see what you're able to do.
2: I love you, Gaddy. Wow. That's Gaddy at his best. well and I agree with him, Roach. I agree with
3: him. I think they will turn up pre-COVID, pre-COVID, right where we weren't yep. worried about the issues that we've had with COVID. Well, we're not worried about them now, are we? There was an elimination final that had Port Adelaide against West Coast. Now that's a great matchup, mm. isn't it? That's six years ago, but pre-COVID. This is a measure of where it was all mm. at. Adelaide Oval was new, fresh. We loved it. Forty-one thousand.
2: Forty-one.
3: Cheaper tickets, too, that. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Well, Koshi was giving everyone the shits
2: then. That's what it was,
3: I think.
0: It
2: was after the game. I know before. he did. I know Jesus. he did. That wasn't his best moment. You lose by a point, and he says, "People don't want to win Grand, uh, grand Finals. Where they don't play you." That wasn't his best moment. Um, Joe's on the phone. Well, we'll get to Joey. Uh, what about this text? Come on, Kimbo. It says, "Grow a pair of avocados." And put the whole 13 coffees yes, on the table. No. Regards, Aaron. No, Azzer, I, I appreciate where in. you're coming from. I like Roach owing me. So uh, I, it, I'm happy to put three ugh. on the table. All right, let's go to the
3: phones. Richie, Rich, Giuseppe, hello. Welcome to the show. All the way hello. from Athelstone. Hello,
9: Michael. Come over, come, come, okay? It's okay? Sit
3: Yeah, sit davanti.
9: Blah,
2: blah, blah. fare conte.
3: Bravo.
1: Not for me. No, not for you, Giuseppe. That's no. the only Italian no, no, I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, why aren't, you, why aren't
9: poor go- fans going? No, I'm going. Me and my wife going. My daughter and the husband and the kids going. But it's very expensive. It is. Mm. For me and my wife, 200 bucks to get in just yep. to go there. Can you imagine my daughter with two kids and the food? Costs for five hundred dollars to go mm, there. Not very, not very, not very, not can afford at the moment. Yeah. You know, not because we're not patient. We are patient.
2: How how many do you think we'll get there, Giuseppe? Well,
9: around the well, around the forty
2: thousand, we'll get there. Forty thousand. But so it's the price because finals tickets are more expensive as opposed to a home and away. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. You
9: know. You know. Yeah. Plus, you know. Every time I, I take a market and kids there. Mm. <laughs> we are, you know we are we a are member but otherwise like, it me 100 bucks on food yeah you know yeah. I, 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 bought, I bought a bottle of water just to give an example $5.50 half a litre of water are you allowed
2: to take water in with you?
9: yeah you can let it yeah, take
2: you can, know, you can eat before yeah, know, you get there as well you can eat before oh, you get there tell those is, are the kids is, though get, it's very it's
9: not not simple and with the power yes mm. council rate. Right, you know I'm lucky because I've got no problem. I can't afford it. But Giuseppe, I, can't afford, can't
2: afford it. I love your passion yes. and you make a lot of sense. Stay on the phone. We're going to give you a $50 IGA voucher. There you go. Good Thank on you, you Giuseppe. Thank you very much. Really Michael. appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Michael didn't do it. I did it. Uh, <laughs> Roach, I think poor people have gone soft. There was a time. No, no, no. No, 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 Roach, no, no. There was a time you would have done a few break and enders to get the money to, you know, to buy the tickets.
3: Where are you parked? I'm joking. Where are you parked? <laughs> that will get me six extra people in there. Yeah, my wheels will be gone already. I'm
2: joking too. No, <laughs> hate, tec- no hate text. No hate text,
3: please. That's, there is a reality there.
2: Well, there, there is. I know that. All right. Keep the calls coming through. Uh, why are you going? Why aren't you going? Is it purely the price, or has corn? Corn. Has corn? Is he right saying that you're worried you're going to lose? That's why you're not turning up. One 736
4: the all new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Billy418, appreciate your company
2: and all the texts and the phone calls that we're getting, and the nearest the pin entries as well. One. Guess per phone number. That's all. $250 IGA voucher. Who wins tonight's game and by how much? Likewise, Port and GWS. And the tiebreaker is...
3: Charlie Dixon. What will he score? Why are you grinning? What are you laughing at? Because there were some lovely people walking past and as they look in, they smile. You get arrested for that. That was creepy, Rooch.
2: <laughs> um, we've got sample double passes to give away to Sunday's prelim final. People can see on the camera, Rooch.
3: So you, oh, no. You get arrested. You, get arrested.
2: you get arrested for that. Am I doing anything wrong? Adelaide Crows. No. Inga's our panel operator at the moment. Don't fall for it. He comes across <laughs> like the nicest man in the world. Should have life. Um, Adelaide Crows versus 315. We had three. root. Three double passes left only. Ring now if you want them. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736
3: There's Aim, not an elephant that's got skin that's... Thicker than mine at the moment. <laughs> really? Oh, I need
2: it. You'll be right. you survive. You've destroyed many other lives in your journalistic career. <laughs> you can handle this. Uh, Amy Klinger coming up shortly. Text Roots. <laughs> beauty's coming up Yeah, I'm never calling him for a character reference. <laughs> never. <laughs> you know I love you.
1: <laughs> I, I,
2: <laughs> no, I won't say that. Um, now, Roots, this is important to everyone that's listening. If you're a Port supporter or you love football, because we need to get to another yeah. break. If anyone wants affordable tickets, all right, there are tickets for $35 available or family tickets for $50 even with no kids. Yes. That's $25 each for two adults. I'm a Port supporter and I will be there. Anyone thinking about it or not wanting to go, let's get there and get the team over the line. Uh, Even if we lose, it's the last time to see them for the next six months. So, Roots... That is not, you know... Ticket
3: Tech from last night sent out text messages to all those who are registered as Port Adelaide members offering them $35 tickets. Hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see how many get taken up. But there's also the issue like... All right, well, that's a really good offer. Yeah, it is, but there is... Extra cost of going into the ground as well.
2: All right, here we go. Here, Kim, uh, it says 2017 finals Crows Geelong, uh, Crows, Geelong were 53,817, a GWS was 52,805. If Port get less than 45,000, let's not have the argument who is the bigger club in South Australia ever again. Tickets from $35. Oh my god, that is a steal for a final. That's from Billy K. Reach, Port Faithful. Will come out in droves. If there's not 45,000 there.
3: Mm -hmm. You're loading up again?
2: No, I'm only putting three coffees on it. All right, we'll go to a break. We're coming back with Amy Klanger. Have you done a bit of work?
3: Yes, a lot of work.
2: A lot of work, have you? A lot of work. All right, just quickly. More than some others. I have to do this, unless you want to do it really quickly about local basketball. Go Can... for
3: it. You, you speak far better than I do. No, you just haven't got it on the right page. I have got it on the right um, page. Now, if you're in, in a, a loc- local... basketball team and love your coach. Go. Together with the advertiser we're looking for Australia's basketball super coach. There's a prize pool including cash, merchandise and NBL experiences worth more than $10,000 for your local club your coach, and you. Go, Roach. Plus, register to play Supercoach for your chance to win a bonus of $2,500. Go to ICanWin.com.au for all the details. You can do it.
4: The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots.
2: 426 on a Friday afternoon. Massive game coming up tonight. Can't but uh, wait, Roach. Love Friday night football. Melbourne and Carlton.
3: Should be a ripper, Kim. All as right. long as the right Melbourne turns up.
2: All right. Why'd you have that look on your head?
3: No, I was just trying to work out how you set up everything to watch the footy at home.
2: <laughs> Stalker? No. I, turn, I turn the TV on and I sit on the couch.
3: That's how no, I I'm just Imagine how you would just back. Where does <laughs> your mind go, Roach? No um, no, thinking Leanne comes in and tells you to take your feet off the table? Well, I, no, well, it's my house. <laughs> yeah, but she'd still tell
2: you. I don't put my feet on no, the table, okay. Roach. Uh, no, that's not hygienic. Um, hopefully they're out tonight. I'm not sure what they're doing. <laughs> I'd like to have the house to myself. All right, we digress. Um, Josh Carr coming up after 4.30. If you'd like to ask Joshy Boy a question, send us a text, 04. Two seven one five four one double six. Time now for an Amy Clanger, Roach. This is all you. You love it when the spotlight's on you. Who covers clangers at home and on the road? Amy does. What have you got?
3: We love Damien Barrett, don't we? Damo, the purple warrior. What does he do on Fridays? If and then.
2: Oh if no. this,
3: then that. Yeah,
2: sliding doors he does. Yes. Yeah, that's what it's called.
3: Well, yeah. someone sent me his Sliding Doors for Fremantle. Mm. Tell me what's wrong with this. Okay. If there's going to be a wild card in this year's Brownlow count, mm-hmm. then Caleb Sarong could be the man. What is wrong with that? He's reported. Correct! For hitting Adam Chera, Carlton, in round 17. Ineligible.
2: Yeah, but didn't he say that?
3: It got corrected very quickly. It was changed. Oh, did it? Yes.
2: Have you got something against you Have you never made a mistake? Oh, that was harsh, Oh. If you, fall- you had a falling out? It's a clanger. I'm not, I'm just picking now. Damo, give
3: Awkward. us a ring. 1 <laughs> 736 736. Eek. Awkward moment at press conferences. Oh right. He- oh. Last week it was Josh Money and Ken Inkley with Oppenheimer. Yeah, that that got a little bit mm, heated. Did it ever. Mm. This week it's Josh Money and Ken Inkley on Trent McKenzie's shoe
4: size.
1: He's got size 10 feet, and so he rolls... What sort of a question is, is that, that at the press conference?
0: Was
4: that <laughs>
5: right,
0: though? That's what some of the players seem to reckon, is that he that's what
5: rolls his ankle all the time. You know
0: what they say about small feet. Oh, my God. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't go around measuring all their feet, but uh, if that's what the players are saying, maybe he's got small feet.
2: Well, I think the follow-up
3: question was when Kenny said, you know what they say about small feet. Yeah, what do they say about small feet? Well, well, small shoes, shoes. Small small shoes, shoes. yeah. yeah. yeah got it. So then you don't have much grip on the ground, and then your ankles roll. Oh, I think that's uh, – Who's Joshua? Channel Nine. Yes. You remember them?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have. Five. Oh, now you're playing dirty.
1: Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to play the victim now. Oh. <laughs> I there was your the opportunity to say I, something I, else. I, yeah, there, there was I, a follow-up line you yeah, didn't you, use. Yeah, I had
2: twenty-five very good new oh. years there and, and two crap ones. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, that, that was weird. Well, well size ten—that's uh, a normal size. Yeah. I'm size twelve. Yeah, I, I still want to verify that. I'll Rich. take off the shoe in a minute and show you if you want. Uh, not, not in the studio, Roach. <laughs> Smelt your socks before. Is that it? That's it. That's our Amy clangers. Yeah, beautifully done, Roach. Who helps you recover from clangers with great value insurance you won't regret? Amy.
3: Amy insurance. That's what it no, says. No, no, it doesn't. It says there. Look at your script. It says, Who helps you recover from clangers with great value
4: insurance you won't regret? Amy does. 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 That, that was it. 430 News. Oh, there's a clanger.
2: 34 on a Friday afternoon before a huge weekend of football. Kimba on the reach with you. Thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. Now, we are live. Well, Roach is half-dead, but uh, uh, from Studio Lumo SA, it's currently 20.4 degrees outside. If you don't think he's half-dead or if you think he's alive, you can see us on the app. I've just got a text come through. It says, Roach, hey, guys, are you on live stream as my partner would like to see you? Cheers, Jimbo.
3: Definitely. Yeah. Just visible. Jump on the app. On the app. You can have a look on at the, the Rooch with his
2: well cultivated moustache, looking yes. more like Chopper Reed or maybe even Ivan Milat. We digress.
3: How, how do I cope, in
2: You ca- you love it,
3: Roach. You love it. A it um, is hard, isn't it?
2: Massive game coming up tomorrow night, ten past seven at the Adelaide Oval. The next guest got the best job in the world, Roach. What job can you have, where if you win? It's all because of you, and when you lose, it's
3: it's the other bloke's fault. It's this a good one. gig, this isn't one. it? I, I know that feeling a lot. I oh, do. You? Yeah, you take all the credit, I get all the blame. Oh, you, you, it's, all, it's all fun, no responsibility
2: ah. with you, not with Joshy. Josh Carr joins us now. Hello, Josh.
6: <laughs> good afternoon, fellas. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Hi,
2: absolute uh, pleasure. Hey, let's have a look at GWS before we get into your mob. Big story, isn't it? Bottom four last year. They lose two of their arguably best players in Taranto and Hopper. Uh, all well, yep. thanks to his mate, Adam Kingsley. Yes, that's where I was heading. Have you had a chat to Kingo?
6: Uh, yeah, I speak to Kingo quite regularly. I um, haven't spoken to him for a few weeks, um, probably um, maybe a week or two before we played him last. But um, he's done a great job. Um, obviously, you know, they've got a talented team still. They've got a number of, I guess, senior players that um, have been elite for a number of years. So, um, you know, no surprise in some ways that they're, they're back up to where they um, probably are right now, but at the same time he's done a great job to, to get him back into this position.
3: Josh, last time at Adelaide Oval when you won by 51 points, Adam Kingsley was very, very strong in his praise of the Port Adelaide midfield. How are you going with the Magnets this time?
6: Uh, going alright with the Magnets. Obviously, off the back of last week, obviously the, the disappointment of last week, but mm. at the same time, um, I'm, I'm really confident um, in our group, and that's not just the, the mids in the, in the total team to Um, you know, put in a really good, strong performance um, tomorrow night, Um, you know, with the excitement around time for a prelim final.
3: Be it right or wrong, one of the assessments of the game in Brisbane was for you to keep Willem Drew in a lockdown with Lockie Neal, it cost you somewhere else. How do you deal with Um, that? How do I deal
6: with it? Yeah. Yeah, What do you do with GWS? Yeah, yeah, that's the balance of um, the tag, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think I've been sort of I've spoken about it before. I've, I've had experiences where, you know, in game we haven't started with it, we've gone to it, in, mm-hmm. um, you know, during during the game and, and done a really good job, and then you know last year we did it with Ace um, versus Oliver at, at Melbourne, and went the next game. We thought, well, we've got to do it straight away, and went to Oliver took him out of the game, we got beaten by 30, 40 points. So yeah, yeah. Um, another example of that was last week. So it's a, it's a hard one, you know, you've got to, you go into the game and you plan and you, you hope that, um, you know, by cutting out one of the best players that it's going to have a big influence on the team. But it just shows you that if you really put in a team performance and that's what Brisbane did, um, are able to get the job done. So they're levers that you try and pull and it doesn't always work.
2: If you watch every media report, news service or every silly radio show like ours, uh, you look like you're banged up. Are you banged up? Uh,
6: not really, not really. I, I think you know this week we're going to put out a team that's going to be more than competitive. I, I think we we got players that are playing really important roles. Obviously, Charlie comes back in. He's important to the way we play, um, and he's important to to our leadership. Um, you know, without him having to kick three, four, five goals, I, I think the the players around him will stand taller. And um, the accountability I think that he that he hold on 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 his teammates is important.
2: Jeremy Finlayson has been so good for you for, say, two-thirds of the season. A little bit scratchy the last five or six weeks. A, a, a big call uh, to drop a player like that that can play a number of positions, especially when he's up against his old side.
9: Yeah, well, I, I guess
6: it's... You know, we're planning to get into a prelim final and we've got to pick a team that we think is going mm. to win. And um, in the end, Charlie comes in. Obviously, Lordy had a had a really strong game last week and, and Toddy's important also, so... Um yeah look, it's um it's i don't think the word stiff, but um you know in the end, I guess you gotta perform and uh, if you don't perform to to what you should then you know you you cost yourself a spot on the team.
2: I know what's going to happen here uh reach thinks Frankie Evans will be the sub, oh, I think Finlayson
6: will be the sub.
2: whose side are you on?
6: <laughs> oh on both of you oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's obviously still a bit too uh, go. and now obviously before the game we'll we'll name the sub and um, you guys can have a little bet and see who wins in the end.
2: Yeah, we've got a few coffees going. a <laughs> uh, you know, Ratio, get close?
6: Uh, he's, he's in conversations. Um, you know, we around the selection table. We obviously, as I said, we we try and pick the best team for for the roles that we need. But now, in his case, forward line, and um, you know, obviously he didn't he didn't get the nod.
3: Josh, is it too simple to say Charlie Dixon's in attack, and now you'll go longer, so you'll get more inside fifties? Too simple.
6: Oh, I think it's probably a bit simple, Roach. You know, there's more ways of moving the footy inside 50 and we want to make sure our players are able to take whatever um, path um, that gets presented to them. So when we do need to go long, obviously Charlie, Charlie's there to, to kick to a, and the target, um, but we'd like to think that's not our only avenue.
2: You have access to all the data. Do you, do you clearly understand why your inside 50s are down the last mm. six weeks?
6: Uh, I think there's a number of reasons uh, kim with with why mm. uh, i guess we're down and I, I think um one is um a bit of continuity i reckon with um with our forward structure and our, our forwards the other is we just haven't played that um at, you know that well in, in in certain periods for for consistency so um and the other one is is teams you know the, the way they sort of approach it and you don't um you know have it that that easy so um we like to think. You know, going into this week, we're pretty clear with what we're, our instructions are with our with our group, and um, you know, if we move the ball the right way, we think we'll get better connection inside fifty.
3: Josh, what is the state of Todd Marshall? We saw a player who could kick any angle, any direction, and get it straight over the goal umpire's head. It hasn't happened for some time. Is it really the hip, or is it something else?
1: No, or look, I think no.
6: I think that, you know, there's a lot of reasons why players go through these can call it slumps or whatever it is with, with your kicking. But um, one thing I know with Toddy, he, he's worked really hard at it. Um, and, you know, he's not that far away from, um, you know, kicking a, a bag of goals. So I, I think the, the good thing about last week was, you know, he missed a couple of goals early, um, but then, you know, he got over it and he kicked a couple of important goals. So, um, yeah, like, it's not always on Toddy. There's obviously a lot of pressure on, on everyone to make sure that we're, we're kicking our goals, but... You know, Toddy's had his, had his moments, but I'm really confident that he'll come out of it.
3: Would you like to play on Toby Green yourself?
6: No, not really. <laughs> not really. <I> don't <laughs> I'll don't. i leave <laughs> that for our boys. But yeah. who's
3: going to do it? You read my
2: mind then, Rich. Who's uh, going to do I, it? I was just about to ask Josh that same question, that every coaching staff have their list of what-ifs. And there's yeah. literally hundreds of them. Like if Scott Lysett goes down, you know, how you rearrange things. How many what-ifs do you have for Toby Green? If it doesn't work. Well, with I think,
6: yeah, yeah. No, like we've got we've got a plan. Um, and obviously Birdo did a really good job on him last time mm. they moved him into the midfield and he had a really good second half in the midfield, so maybe they should leave him leave him forward from my my sake. But um <laughs> yeah, like I think I think athletically you got Bergs, who's, you know, terrific that can go there. Um, you know, Trent McKenzie can play on him if he's deep. I think there's a number of options that we can that we can go to um, with it, but he's a he's a terrific player, and we've got to prepare that um, you know he, he could have a, a really good game, and he does that quite regularly. So um, as I said, we've got a number of levers that we can pull.
2: I think I know the answer to this, but do you second guess yourself when you see Darcy Byrne Jones have a game like last week, or do you just uh, whack him up forward again and persevere, or, or or do you have different thought process how to use him this week?
6: Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's up forward and he's going he's gonna to play there and um, we're confident Darcy's not going to, um, I guess, have a um, quiet game like he, like he did last week. Um, he's been playing in the system and at our club for a, a long period of time and um, really confident that uh, he'll have a, have a really solid game and play the role that um, he's been assigned to tomorrow.
2: We had Brenton Sanders on earlier having a look at both games for over the weekend, and obviously the Port GWS game. Roach asked the question, uh, would he be putting a hard tag on someone with Willem Drew? And uh, he said he'd be having someone going to Josh Kelly.
6: Yeah, and is that a question that we threw going to Josh Kelly? Well,
2: I thought you might say, well, that's why he's not coaching anymore, or whatever you want to say. (laughs) No,
6: no. Look, I think it's a pretty sensible approach. Um, You know, if you look at uh, Kelly's game last week, uh, it was pretty. It was a pretty good game. So yeah, like there's, as I touched on, is uh, you know we've spoken about you know in in planning about a number of those um, situations and scenarios, and you know it's quite possible that Drew could, could do that job.
3: So Josh, when we know that GWS wants to put speed on the game and Port Adelaide, likes speed in the game as well, but you had that leakage in defence last week. How do you? work this, that you know that GWS is going to play fast and you also got to get your team defensive systems working quickly
6: Yeah well, we, you know, one thing is we're obviously going to move the ball well but um, you know, we, we weren't happy with I guess the way we defended and a lot of it was obviously from stoppage, I think they kicked 13 goals from stoppage so Amazing. Um, structurally, yeah, structurally how we um, get that right behind um, our, our stoppage is important to start off with and make sure that doesn't happen again um, but at the same time, um, it, it's important. We eighteen men, eighteen man defence, and the way we we structure up when we move the ball is, is um, we've worked on and worked really hard at it, and I think you'll see a better result this week. Uh,
3: just to go off the game, list management wise, were you a, a significant factor in Jordan Sweet because you'd coached him mm. to get him to say he wants to come to Port Adelaide?
9: Uh,
6: look, I, I'm not sure whether I was, I was a significant um, factor, but I've obviously got a relationship with Jordan. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if the deal gets done and Cripper um, and CD and those guys can get the deal done, I'll be, um, yeah, wrapped to to be able to coach him at, at, again. And um, I think he's got some talent, but at the same time, there's still a bit of water to go on the bridge before that, that happens.
2: Uh, always thought he's had plenty to offer, Jordan Sweet. Uh, where do you see him, as purely as a ruckman? Could he be a defender or key forward?
6: Oh, look, I think he's a ruckman, um, okay. Kimbo, so... Yeah, I think that's the, the main reason why um, we've we've looked at him, and um, but yeah, again, there's still a bit to, to go before um, anything like that happens.
2: Uh, absolutely, not pressing on this. We were talking about this with Sando as well when we try and look at matchups, and I know everyone looks to get a bit of an advantage. But uh, Jesse Hogan, um, would it be a Learley or Trent McKenzie, or
9: well, it, depen-
6: it depends. Yeah, yeah. Well, it been I think there's a number of options with Jesse because you know sometimes he can get right up the ground and plays that real high mm. um forward and he sometimes can even be getting to the, the back fifty to, to get the ball. So it really depends where he is. You know, Leah's showed that he he's taken um the deep player and um the the key you know the, the number one forward opposition. So it really depends on, on where they structure up to to see where the matches uh, match-up status
2: you've played with Travis Boke. Uh, he was much loved as a teammate he's much loved by the fans he's admired by everyone that likes football in general uh, it was suggested this could be his last game or the next week or whenever this season finishes and I tell you the faithful have come out in support for him do you you think we'll see him again next year
6: well look I'm not really in those conversations um, at the moment and I don't know what what is thinking what I do know, what he's thinking is he's preparing for a big game um, this week um, to, to get into a prelim final. Um, you know, so as far as the, the rest of the um, the stuff goes with with him away from footy and what that looks like, it's sort of not for me to to judge or, or see what happens. It's just really to make sure he's playing his best football this week.
2: If you were just sitting having a quiet beer with him, what would your advice be?
6: Oh, that's not for me to, to talk about. Good right.
2: answer. No, that's all right. Just thought I'd try, Josh. He'd be disappointed if I didn't. Josh Josh, just, no, you
3: just, wouldn't. <laughs> just uh, explain one thing to us. When Dylan Williams has had that hamstring and we think he's a risk to play, why is he on the emergency list?
6: Mm. Uh, well he, he trained he trained yesterday and he trained alright. Mm. Um you know, but I guess earlier last week there's there's just that's still a little bit of a slight chance that it could happen again, um, this weekend. So um he showed us that he can train and get up. And if we need to, need to pick him, then we, we can pick him. Um, but just, I guess, with Trent and a couple of Charlie and a couple others, the, the risk of taking another one from the start was probably a bit risky.
1: Mm, gotcha. Uh,
2: okay. Last one, Josh, I love the effort that Scotty Lyce We know he's been banged up this uh, year. But, gee, I thought he gave everything last week. This is going to be a battle of the heavyweights, him and Briggs. Uh, Briggs has had a fair season.
6: Yeah, he has, and he's quite powerful, and mm. um, I think is a, a really good matchup for him. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. He was terrific last week. Um, so, yeah, I think Scooter will give us a, a good look at it.
2: Josh, always appreciate your time. It's going to be a cracking game, 7-10, Saturday night. You can hear it on SEM. We've got uh, three teams covering this game, uh, Roots at Port Adelaide and the Giants. All the best, Josh.
6: No, thanks
2: for having me. Thanks, Josh. It's going to be a beauty route. I'm not sure it's which really way I'm going. Are hey, we going to do the Friday forecast. I've done mine. Have you? Have you got yours ready? No.
3: No.
6: I
2: see, I love being organised. the only thing I fail at. All the, well, no, don't text about that. There's plenty of things <laughs> <laughs> I fail at. I bloody forget it every week. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. I wonder if then? they're sitting there having a beer, they know each other that well, what Josh's advice would be to Travis Boeke.
3: How do you broach that conversation with when you know he's been through so much? He's got to work it out himself, doesn't he? And that's the key hmm. thing is it, it, no one's wanting... That's well, not, not a hard question period. to ask, is it? If you're sitting, oh. sitting there as a
2: mate, where's your head at? How's your body? Anyway, yeah. we'll chat about that later. Uh, Roach, quick text before we play some music. Uh, boys, let me get this right. Roach is advocating the failed tactic of bombing away to Dixon. We know that tactic doesn't work. That's from Phil. No, no, no that's we'll,
3: not. I asked the question. We'll, we'll
2: take it as a statement. No, I asked the question. Roach? Roach? Right. Who do you want to hear from now? The Easy Beats. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Just don't go. slow. Sing it, Roach.
5: All right, we stole
2: this off AFL 360. Pretty simple. It's our sure thing for the weekend. Our most at stake in our doomsday scenario. What's your sure thing? Toby
3: Green. Full stop. He's Mate. a sure thing. Toby Green is always a sure thing. No, that's it. You know what I mean. He is a major threat. So you're saying he's going to kick four? Major threat to Port Adelaide this weekend. So you're
2: saying he will be a
3: star this weekend? Absolutely.
2: Brett Burton got hold of him last time. Come oh sorry, not Brett, Um, (laughs) Brett Burton, Craig Burton. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Burton. Oh, damn, I was with Craig and his wife Leanne at uh, the McGarry Medal. You know what I mean? Hey, my sure thanks the D's for tonight. I like them. Oh sorry. Can you be sure? With them? Can you be sure with anything in life? I don't know, Roach. I'm doing it on the fly. Right. <laughs> Most at stake. Todd Marshall. Mm. Mm. Like it. Can I be predictable? Shock me. <laughs> well, Port Adelaide go out in the straight sets and.
3: Uh, oh, here we go. Everyone comes out, here of, the, we go. Uh, out of the woodwork.
2: Uh, your doomsday scenario, Roach. Port Adelaide
3: loses in straight sets. Oh, okay. that's what. right.
2: All right. Mm. Uh, my doomsday scenario is that you've been trying to take your shoes off for the whole show <laughs> to prove you have size 12 feet and you stink out the studio. That's how um, best we can do for a Friday forecast. No, I
3: want to answer that text. All I was saying is, it's too, I said, Josh okay. Carr, isn't it just too simple to suggest? Charlie mm. Dixon's there to aim for an attack yeah. you solve your Ford 50s. I wasn't advocating that. Mm. No, I was saying, I'm... that's just too The text message and I agree. That is just too well, simple. Look at this. Travis
2: needs to call it a day. It's going to be very awkward for the club if he wants to go on next year. Regards, Andrew. Uh, look, that's where I sit, and I, mm. I love Bokey. You know, find a role for him or let him know that he's going to be playing in the Sandville as a mentor. How good would it be for No, they don't want kids? him to
3: play in the Sandville, Kim. They what? do not want him Why? to play. They don't think it's the right place for him to finish his football what, what career. What if that's
2: what he wants to do? What if he wants to keep playing? Where do you want him to go? Play in the country.
3: Why not stay at the club? No, I th- well, I think we want to remember his last game on an AFL What field. if he wants to oh, keep playing? to him. Then that's a different discussion altogether.
2: Here's a text. G'day, fellas. Uh, Demons. Oh, this is nearest the pin. Demons by 16 points and Giants by 26. Charlie to kick two goals. That's from George. Good on you, Georgie. Uh, we could still set up that charity boxing match between the Roach and Damo. Gee, Roach. You're having blues with everyone. Uh, Roach might trip over his or oversized 12 boxing boots on the way in the ring. Damo a little too quick, but his aim is a little questionable with his Coke bottle glasses. Oh, there you go. Uh, Imagine the viewing audience. If you could get two people in the ring to have a crack at each other, like you and Damo. No. 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 I don't think anyone would turn up.
3: No. Why would I want to find you? Well, I don't know, Roach. I don't have any issue with that. What night. about?
2: Well, it doesn't have to be because there's an issue, it's just for entertainment value. Who would you I, like in the ring? In the boxing ring?
3: Yeah. I'm going to say this I don't care the consequences. Eddie Maguire and his ego. Oh. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> Do you like
2: that? Eddie would lose. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now we're both in trouble. He's still at that luncheon saying justice has provoked. wasn't that silly. Uh, g'day, fellas. Demons by 22. Giants by 32 points. Dixon, two goals. Enjoy the weekend, uh, Peter. Thank you. All righty. And uh, we're nearly done, Roach. Um, hi, guys. Port for the win by 12 points. Melbourne by 18. Dixon to kick two goals. That's from Jill. Good on you, Jilly. Hey, if you're a Port fan, if there's any way you can do it, tickets for adults are about $25 a head. 35. Well, I thought if you bought two, you can get them for 50 that tech said. Oh,
3: well, I would say $35 a ticket. All right. The let's see if we can thing. get
2: over 45000 there. And that way, Roach doesn't get three free coffees. Uh, That's it from us. Have a great weekend. So generous, Kim. Good night, everyone. Have a great weekend. Hey, join our coverage of the game. Power Nation tomorrow.